Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Dear Media and Rom-Com Pods comes a scripted podcast so outrageously inappropriate, we can't believe they let us put it on the air. Meet my best friend, Allie. Like, gross, close best. Hello? Wait, are you peeing? Everyone loves a messy bitch. And Allie's life was about to get a whole lot messier. Maybe 2022 is going to be my year. Yeah, 2022 is definitely not going to be her year. Allie's going to bone, marry, and bury three different people. Get it? Bone, marry, bury? Like, fuck, marry, kill? I just wanted to say that, but it didn't clear legal. Ready to play? Introducing Bone, Mary, Barry, starring Sarah Hyland, Harvey Guillen, and Tommy Martinez. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. Bone, Mary, Barry is brought to you by Sakara, Modern Fertility, Blue Land, and Roderm. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Cheers. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are doing a little drinking and podcasting from my couch in San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) We have my friend Monica, who has been on the podcast before. We did an entire episode talking about acupuncture and Reiki and past lives and wives. And what was the episode called? It was like past lives and sister wives. Oh, yes. Yes. Has it been over a year? Has it been? Because I was staying here and it was in January. Oh, oh my God. It's been a year. It's our year anniversary of living together. anniversary. Okay. (laughs) We got to cheers to that. (laughs) (laughs) So baby is down. We're having a little wine and um, we're going to get into some things, do a little life update because Mm -hmm. it's been a year. And then I want to talk about what you've been up to. And for those who didn't hear 
the last episode. You can go back and listen to it. But I want to do just another like brief of the benefits of acupuncture and Reiki because it's something that I do regularly. And I've had a lot of people recently on YouTube, I asked, what do people want to see? And they're like, what's your day in the life? What do you do for self-care? And this is my go-to thing whenever someone's like, oh, do you meditate? Do you just like take long walks on the beach? Like, what do you do? And I used to do a lot of meditating, but now I'm so afraid to get into like a deep sleep state that I just don't allow myself to. So at night, my Calm app has now turned into the white noise from the baby monitor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, life of a mother. Yeah. So this is what I do for my self-care. And if it wasn't for you, I mean... I'm convinced Summer wouldn't be as chill of a baby as she is if it wasn't for all the work you did on me while she was in the womb. I think that's true. Most of the babies that come through my practice are quite chill, loving, plump, cute babies. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'm being exaggerating and I just believe that's true. But yes, they're super cute and super healthy. (laughs) Yeah. So how long have you been doing acupuncture? So yes. Well, let me start with this is Sheena is probably the most dedicated patient I have to her self-care, which I love. I wish every patient was like that because it's so balancing. You have to be consistent. Consistency is key, especially in this time where she's going through so many life changes, especially Mm -hmm. being a mother. And thank God she has a support system she does with Brock, her mother, and all the other amazing people around her because I do have to say that it's not easy for a mother to come in as regularly, but it's so crucial to them maintaining mental, physical, and emotional self-care so they can be the best mom. So she's showing up as her best self because she makes this, honestly, if you calculate the time, like a little bit of time for herself Mm -hmm. to be her best self. So awesome, awesome. But Well, thanks. Yes, you deserve that credit. it's, It's the best. And we just realized that tomorrow we have to go to LA. So I had to cancel my appointment. I'm like, oh, but it's just, it's my, like, I have to go twice a week. We're down here in San Diego full time. This is my routine. This is all I do. Whenever people are like, we want to come visit you in San Diego. I'm like, cool. There's two hours a week that I do acupuncture. (laughs) Other than that, I'm free. That is my schedule. So we're diligent. Yeah. So what do you think, uh, like pregnant women, non-pregnant men, like I know Brock has seen you. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the biggest benefit from acupuncture? What are the most common reasons people come to you? Mm. And yeah. Absolutely. Well, let me go back. So I found acupuncture. I'm 35 now when I was, I want to say 22 or 23 years old. Mm -hmm. And like most Americans, I found acupuncture in desperation. I had super severe back pain. I mean, it I think from 19 to 22 or 23, I couldn't even push a grocery cart in the store without like keeling over. I was a professional dancer, but I also had this history of being easily stressed out as a child, as a teenager, like not sleeping, having migraines, like going to school, falling asleep all the time. My stomach hurt all the time. So now that I know what I know about natural health and holistic health, that was a long time coming. Mm -hmm. 
that I wasn't taking care of myself. And it was my back screaming at me. Like you have to change what you're doing because what you're doing isn't working. Mm -hmm. Your lifestyle isn't working. So I tried Cairo and massage and those are great modalities, but because of the damage I had laid, it wasn't enough. So my, the sweet massage therapist, I wish I remembered her name. She goes, I think you need to try acupuncture. And she gave me this referral to this pretty amazing practice called AccuSport in Ocean Beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the, our, our mentors are there. And I'm not kidding you, one treatment, I had like 90 to 95% relief. I mean, my wow. pain was starting in my mid back, up my neck, and then radiating down my leg to the point there was one time after a long day like Palm Springs gig, I tried to get out of my car and I fell. (laughs) No, (laughs) I fell out of like out of the car and I laid there on the ground going, this is not my life. Like (laughs) something needs to change. Like this is not okay. And I was, the other part of it is what do we, we usually use is like Tylenol, Advil. I was choking down like so much Advil that the repercussion was me having ulcers and oh my god I, I ended up in the hospital at one point with like severe anemia because I was bleeding out like I had no idea because I didn't know anything about health until I went into the schooling mm-hmm. so it was just and I'm sure so many people can like resonate with that like how bad their pain whether that's mental or physical can be and you just get to a point like yeah stick whatever effing needle you got Mm -hmm. like is that if that's gonna fix it I will try that so that's where I was at and I was so blessed that this woman just like took good care of me and it wasn't until we had a conversation about what do you do like you're getting to know your acupuncturist this person you see like every week or every other week and I go oh I got my BA in journalism I worked at a publishing company, but I graduated in 2008 when everything like crashed. So along with that crash went my job. And so Mm -hmm. I was like living this beach life. I don't even know what I was doing. I was just like actually chilling for the first time and resting and dancing and bartending, all these arbitrary things. And she said, well, it's funny that you bring that up because my first degree was in journalism and I write for a hospital, but I also am an acupuncturist. And my head like turned on a swivel. I was like, wait, what? Wait, so you went to school, did journalism, and then you changed your mind and you also became an actor? Like you didn't have to be a doctor or like what? Like my head didn't even understand like what this was. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, I did that. I was on Google like lightning speed. Like I was like, wait, I'm thinking if for me to move forward in my career, it's got to be in writing. I have to to like keep going in that direction, Mm -hmm. that trajectory. Monica, you decide when you're 12, you're going to be a writer. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. So I looked it up and one of the best schools in the nation is in Mission Valley, which is San Diego, which Mm -hmm. is where we are. And I don't even, it literally was a matter of months. Like I think this happened spring and I was at some open house at the school and I was enrolled in school incurring debt by September. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I didn't even hesitate. I think the one question I asked was one of my friends in law school and she goes, it's called a happy tax, Monica. Like to do what you love, sometimes you have to incur a debt so that you can continue to do the things that you're meant to do. And I was like, all right, sign me up, <laughs> check, let's do this. <laughs> and I did it. So that's how everything started. And 
since then, it's been an amazing experience of not only experiencing my healing, mm-hmm. which I think is so important. If your healer doesn't have a healer or healers, I would reconsider. I mean, some people can have amazing habits, but I think it's important to experience what you do. And I try my hardest to learn through always checking in with myself, always seeing what someone else is doing. And that's been the biggest teacher. So with that said, my biggest recommendation for people is it's really a balance of when you receive, what is your lifestyle? Mm -hmm. So I go through periods where I'm ramping up my business or maybe I'm being more physically active. I'm going to need more treatments. Either that's acupuncture or Reiki or chiropractic or massage or therapy. At any one time, I'm kind of reassessing and trying to have some stable Mm self-care. And when I don't, which actually has been another recent experience, (laughs) shit hits the fan. Mm -hmm. So I I really recommend that people who, I always say, I mean, do you want to live in pain? I know it's hard to try new things, but I just think it's so important that let's try something new because your life can be so amazing. And Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to go back to that place that every day was a migraine. Every day was figure out how to get through back pain. And unfortunately, there's people like that. If you look right and left, especially now in this harsh COVID state that we live in. Yeah. But you have so many options to feel better, like feel good about your life, feel emotionally balanced. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't only require you to figure out exactly what you need to do for yourself. Yes, that's important. But every coach needs a coach. And there's someone that can help guide you or pull you up out of the dirt. And then you can start stabilizing what your self-care is. Yeah. And that's what acupuncture did for me big time. Yeah. My mom just saw you for the first time. And I wish she was down here enough to like see you as regularly as I do because that was like so good for her. And my mom, Mm. as you know, is not someone who's just like, sure, I'll try that. But when I said acupuncture, she was like, oh yeah, that's something I've thought about before. Like I would try that because she has like early stage arthritis, osteoporosis, whatever Mm -hmm. it is like in her hands and her hands are really bad right now. Mm -hmm. And you know, she has a granddaughter to hold and meals to cook and a phone to text on and scroll for TikToks and everything. Like you need your hands, no matter what you do in life, you know, she needs her hands. Yeah. So she saw you and she was so hesitant that day because she didn't want to go alone. She doesn't like driving alone. She doesn't want to go anywhere alone. I buy her a massage for her birthday. Literally last May, she just used it recently because my sister went with her. No, she doesn't like doing anything alone. And that day I was like, okay, mom, I have an actual baby. I'm not going to like baby you and take you to the appointment. Like I, I, and she didn't expect that, but I'm like, just go. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, I'm just not going to go. Thankfully, my sister was also down here. She's like, I will go with you. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Cause the first time, honestly, that I got acupuncture, my mom came with me because mm-hmm. I was going through all of my like fertility, freezing my eggs and all of that. And she would come with me to my appointments because that was just like a scary process, like overall. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I understand not wanting to go to something like this for your first time alone, but especially when she knows that I've been doing this for a year and a half now. And she went and it was just like amazing for her. And it helped her so much. 
So yeah, if y'all are in San Diego, you need to go see Monica because she is the best. Well, a huge thing with women, and I mean, you could put this kind of generalization on anyone, but caretakers. Mm -hmm. We are so culturally systemized to believe that everyone else's needs come first. And your mother's just a huge example of that. Absolutely. She puts your father first, you first, your sister first, which is completely understandable. Mm -hmm. So now what I've done is I have 100% started treating as probably my age is part of the reference, but a lot of my friends and acquaintances have started their own families and start going to the fertility process, going through pregnancy, going through postpartum. And that postpartum phase, when it's easy to start being like, my child is number one, which is 100% true. They're helpless beings at that moment. Mm -hmm. But I try to remind my patients, at the end of the day, your child is watching you. They're watching your habits. They're learning from you. So if You can't only look at your self-care as for you, but you setting the example for your baby, for your child. Yeah. And it took me a lot of rewiring not to be my mother. And today, even I had this conversation with her. Don't worry about me. Like you're stressed. You're doing work. And I'm like, mom, I care about you. Like if something's going on, like I will shut down my practice and you come first. Mm -hmm. Like, you've done that for me for how long? Like, it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to show emotion when you're going through hard with a hard time, you know? So culturally, a lot of cultures, actually not even just ours, speaking of that, because she's not even from here, have that systemized into their belief system. And if we look at all the physical and mental issues we all endure, where is that rooted in? It's rooted in really lack of self-care and believing that we deserve that. Mm -hmm. So I think the best way to do it is just build it into your schedule. And that's what we, I think you and I have done so well. It's like, okay, let's look at our next two months. Let's put things on the books. Mm -hmm. And we're at at the worst case scenario, we get like 90% of that complete and you're just, your trajectory is awesome. You're going to be have a good baseline of your self-care and we can check in frequently. Yeah. And yes, your self-care might be more than someone else can, you know, partake in because they have Mm -hmm. a busy life. But even having that once a month or every six weeks. And that's what I want for my mom is just even once a month. I'm like, you're going to come down here at least once a month. Like yesterday she was down here, but she wanted to just spend time with Summer and we had our engagement photos we were doing Mm. and whatnot. So like yesterday there was literally no time. My dad's recovering from knee surgery right now. So she needs to be with him most of the time. Yeah. But once he's able to do the stairs, they're going to come and stay down here for a minute. As mm-hmm. long as she can have her animals taken care of, <laughs> they want to come down here and she wants to see you again for I sure know. because it was just, it was so good for her. And like, I want my dad to come in and yes. see you as well. And even, okay, so the new congratulations, you just opened up a second office. Yes. <laughs> so you have the facial rejuve, like acupuncture that you do. And yes. That I'm telling, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting across from me right now. I actually (laughs) just realized that I didn't actually say this out loud to you, but my skin 
for three days after, I mean, then I had to put makeup on, but for those three days, I didn't have to put any makeup on. I swear it was like, I didn't even need to put moisturizer on. It was just, my skin was glowing the way it does. Like when you first get a facial, Yeah. but for three days yeah. and it probably would have continued, but then I had a cake makeup on for, <laughs> I don't know, whatever <laughs> I did. And I was like, damn it. My skin just felt so good. Mm-hmm. So what okay because i can't obviously do botox or fillers because i'm still breastfeeding yeah or pumping but what are the benefits of the facial acupuncture and is that like a beauty hack botox Mm -hmm. replacement sort of thing so yes and no so what's great about facial rejuve is it could potentially accomplish most things in a very organic way that Botox especially can. Mm-hmm. Fillers are a little different because they do modulate the face and I can't really modulate the face. However, I do incorporate a lot of facial massage, which can help lift and move some of the tissue because mm-hmm. I'm manipulating it. But the needles are amazing. I mean, in general, acupuncture really helps the skin and body in general bring attention to the area. So mm-hmm. what would normally happen if stress and aging of any kind has not occurred. A lot of collagen and fluid and moisture, hyaluronic acid, that would all come to the area to plump up the skin, not allow wrinkles to fall through. So essentially the needles come in to say, hey, body, remember what you used to do right here? Let's do that again. Yeah. And what I found is I've actually, my first practice, or maybe it was my second, was inside of medical aesthetic space. I'm over there, you know, new to practice, just trying to get a hundred dollars out of people. (laughs) Like I just spent a quarter million dollars on my education, becoming this doctor thing. I think that I am. Seriously? It's full blown medical program. Wow. I was in, I've been in school for, I did 10 years. Wow. It's insane. But you have your doctorate. And now I have my doctorate. And originally it was a master's, but now The last year, I finished the extra year of like research-based classes, practice-based assessments, and got the doctor title. It's a first professional doctor. I'm not an MD or an ND, but I get the credit. So it's like a doctor of… Of acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Love that. D-A-C-M. There was a PhD, which was pretty rigorous, but I think they're kind of finding that the doctorate that they Mm -hmm. have now is a little more… It's just suffice. Gotcha. And a little easier to add on because it can all be done virtually. Okay. But yeah, it's been just amazing having the ability to add on this new um, service because in that other practice, I found that women would spend like anywhere from several hundred dollars to several thousand dollars doing yeah. stuff for their skin and their beauty. Oh, totally. Because that's just how our culture is oriented. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I could keep fighting it or I can meet my patients halfway. What's their priority skill? And yes, my goal is to bring their internal health higher, their emotional yeah. health higher. But what's amazing is I do a session, not only am I treating their skin, I'm able to do body acupuncture. I'm able to do herbs. There's so much emotional healing that happens. Like there's so, from all the expressions you make on your face when you're sad, yeah. angry, upset, so much gets trapped in your skin. So I get these- cr- So interesting. Yeah. Crazy emotional releases, realizations on the table. So I actually have to be 
way more prepared than I thought I was going to have to be for like emotional things to come up and have those conversations. Even today, I actually unfortunately had another patient that came in post-miscarriage mm. and I just noticed her the way her face and she's under so much stress she's a, a wife of a firefighter she has a daughter oh, wow. that's a like in elementary school there's just a lot of things that maybe a normal person wouldn't have to deal with but i see the stress in the way she expresses her face mm-hmm. and she's the jaw tension and like okay and we worked a little bit actually right before she got pregnant and you know she hasn't been quite consistent as I probably should have her be. And she does have a history of like cancer and everything like that. But when we did the facial rejuve, she was like, I swear that's why I got pregnant. Like, wow. She's like, I felt this release and it was almost like it allowed my body to conceive. And I mean, she's a challenging patient. We're working with only one side of her ovaries and fallopian tube. There's a lot of different oh, wow. like factors. So she's going to be a more challenging patient, but also it's exciting to know that her mm-hmm. body can conceive. So now the next, yeah. the next step is to get some of that stress to fade so her body can learn to hold the pregnancy and conceive a little bit more long-term. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful to see the interconnectivity, interconnection that we can start to work with with her body yeah. from head to toe. That's so interesting. So cool. Yeah, that's crazy. I would never think that with like your facial. It's honestly something I'm learning as I go. Yeah. And there's an amazing acupuncturist named Lillian Bridges, RIP. She literally just passed away, but she did. I'm learning this now. I'm adding this into my repertoire. Amazing facial diagnostics and ways to look at the emotions by the way someone just has coloring in their face, skin textures, the way they move their face. And it's just so beautiful. So I thought getting into facial review was going to be about looking our best, like mm-hmm. physically. And it's become so much more about looking at your face in the mirror and just having this loving acceptance of where you are in life mm-hmm. and the aging that has occurred. Like, that's me. Like, that's. I've done all these beautiful things in my life. Like these smile lines, they don't have to be crazy deep, yeah, but they can be natural and show me that I've laughed and I've loved and I've had joy. Not just like, oh my God, I'm creasing, I'm falling apart because I've been stressed. And so the goal is to get the stress off the face, mm-hmm. but allow the beauty of the aging process to still show in a healthier manner. I love that. It's amazing. What are some ways that you use or you think others should to like lessen or mitigate stress? Yeah, that's actually an amazing thing to talk about right now because I don't know if you've experienced this too, but January was a rough month, not just for me, but I've had my poor little patients have had so much death, destruction, reevaluations, like things thrown out their life that just were not expected. And I mean, obviously we're coming off of a couple of years where that has just been the norm, mm-hmm. but to have it escalate again was like- Was Mercury in retrograde? Mercury was okay, in that's freaking retrograde, yeah. reggaeton, uh-huh. whatever. If only it was that lighthearted. And it's so funny because I actually do my best not to pay attention to the current astrological events so that mm-hmm. I don't manifest them because I know right. I want to manifest. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, nothing worked 
with my technology those couple weeks like or however long it was and I just every to every day was like a new thing that I was like is this over and I actually said it got anything else for me and another <laughs> another freaking thing would happen I was super pissed I was like okay first of all Monica don't ask ever ask that question again <laughs> like that's not gonna fare well for you and yeah so with that said, it reintegrating your daily habits, one, mm-hmm. are super huge. And that's probably been my biggest transformation this week because I caught COVID again because everybody did. Yeah, this, what the hell? It was so contagious this round. However, yeah. thankfully, I've heard very few hospitalizations. I think we're at the point that the virus is starting to lose its intensity. I hope so. I really hope I so. I hope it's just dying itself. Like the virus is just dying off and it's going to be gone. That's that's my prayer. Yeah. Whatever transformation it made in this world, I pray that it happened and we're done. Yeah. And we can just start going to the next journey. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But with that said, I think the most amazing thing that COVID has done for us is helped us reassess our value system mm-hmm. and our our self-care system. Yeah. Whether you took that seriously or not, I get it. I went up and down with it because it is still a traumatic event. Right. I mean, it's almost like we went to war. We had so much life change. It's just like, some. I remember just feeling stunned for the first four weeks. Like mm-hmm. my body was so heavy and like, are we going to die? <laughs> It was so scary. No one knew. Like, we didn't know the severity of it. I thought it was going to be a two-week shutdown. Four months later, it was like, we had no idea. I was genuinely what was scared. Going on. Yeah, yeah, same. I think I wore gloves, goggles. <laughs> oh, girl, me too. I like. I remember when Amazon was like out of gloves. <laughs> you couldn't find Clorox wipes anywhere. Everything was sold out. I had to get size large for my very petite <laughs> hands, gloves, and I wouldn't go to the grocery store without them. Like it was, it was terrifying. One of my poor roommates at the time, I made us wipe down every single thing that came from the mm-hmm. grocery store. I, did I was that like, too. what a psycho, Monica. <laughs> no, no, I completely did that. I'm like, you don't know who else has touched those boxes. Like when it's got Amazon COVID on packages it. would come, I was convinced that the Amazon <laughs> packages had COVID on them. Yeah. Like I, my hands were just raw. raw. Yeah. <laughs> it was like- Literally. They hurt so bad from, oh my gosh, the, yeah. the idiocracy. But at the same time, I do we just say- We didn't know. We didn't know. Those first- for four to eight weeks. I get it. I get that we didn't know. So the best thing to do was to be safe. Mm-hmm. As we've progressed, I feel quite different. You know, yeah. as we learn, you have to assess new information and then make the adjustment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So with that said, regardless, the best thing that I did at that time actually was, I was like, you know what, Monica, you're never going to have six weeks off again. Yeah. So I was praying, meditating, bathing, doing home workouts like for hours a day mm-hmm. and somewhat to distract myself. I think I went through a pseudo breakup right before COVID too, like a little quick heartbreak. And I was like, it's time, Monica, like you've been through heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. It's time to see what you could do better. Like what 
part of that, like you are the common denominator and are you ever going to have this time? And whatever that is in your life, maybe it's not relationships, maybe it's your work stress, maybe it's the way you show up at the gym. Everyone, if they have that moment to reassess and you have time to start looking inward, I actually took that super seriously. Mm-hmm. So every day I was like meditating. Melly taught me Reiki. So I was able to self-Reiki myself. It was such a, an amazing experience. It was hard. It's, it's not like yeah. I was comfortable doing that. And like, it felt super weird. Sometimes I'd be like laying there in meditation. Like, are you really, who you talk to? Like, <laughs> this is weird. Like probably four years ago, you would have been like, there's no God, Monica. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I'm so the opposite now, just like taking that time to move inward. So with that said, in this new day where obviously we don't have that luxury Self-care looks more like, do I have my movement planned for today? Which I think actually, like in, at least in San Diego, that's pretty standard. Like mm-hmm. people love to work out. They love to look good. So I don't actually have to like beat people over the head with that one. <laughs> like right. how do you exercise? There's so much accessibility. There's so many studios and trainers and outside workouts, in inside workouts, free workouts, expensive workouts. There's so many options to work out. You just have yeah. to build it in your schedule. However, it's the time to make sure you're not overdoing it. And that's the one that I'm the worst at. It's like, if you can give me one more hour to work, I will work, especially if it's to help someone else, which is the thing I need to work mm-hmm. on. And I'm still continuing to work on. I'm okay admitting that and meditating and breathing. And that this can transform at any time. Like for you right now, meditating might not be as realistic because you have a baby yeah. to pay attention to. But taking five deep, slow breaths to integrate oxygenation in your body, that could be the replacement for now until you get back That's to a place. That's actually a good point. Yeah. I can do breath work. You can do breath work. Sleep. Or you know, when the nanny's here, I can meditate during the day. That's one thing I never think about because I used to just do it to go to sleep every night. Mm -hmm. Meditation used to be more equipped to my sleeping. Now I meditate more. The orientation is to get more clarity. Mm -hmm. So what am I like? Where's those scattered thinking moments happening? Can I slow those down to hear and listen to what I truly need to answer? Like, is it a business decision? Is it something I need to say to my partner? Is it not to work like a psycho (laughs) (laughs) and learn to say no to people when I should probably be doing that? Oh, you and me both. Yeah. It's just so hard, especially I would, I do have to say this when you're in the self, excuse me, the healthcare or healing business, Mm -hmm. it's like, we should know more than anyone to slow down. But like someone texts you that their face is falling off because they woke up with Bell's palsy. You think I'm going to push them off two weeks? Right. Like, what do you know? That no. it needs immediate attention. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it's just so hard to like make those decisions day to day. However, I'm not God. There are other amazing practitioners out there and something I'm learning and I'm experiencing right now is learning to bring someone else that mm-hmm. I can develop trust you are in. the best. So it's like <laughs> when you're that good and you're like the goat of acupuncture, you know, it's just, it's kind of hard to compete because I've, there's some amazing people out there and I was not that amazing at first. So I have to have patience that it takes time to learn like all those little intricate things. And this is a great lesson for me to learn like, okay, how do I pass my skill on? What do I need to do? to be 
better. Clone yourself. I teach, yeah, like, hello, <laughs> DNA genetics. Like, yeah. where are you with this? Because Monica 2.0 needs to show up and save, yeah. save the day. So other things, I journaling's a huge one, but sometimes just hiring a coach. Mm-hmm. I know that's crazy. If that's a coach for your health, a coach for your mindset, people sometimes hesitate to spend that $150 an hour or like whatever program. But every time I've needed clarity and I can't slow down enough, Mm -hmm. how do I get it back? Well, I need to get back time. So I do have like a business coach that I'll do sessions with. I Mm -hmm. do have my therapist to bounce ideas and hear them come back to me. So if I'm having crazy talk today, the therapist says it back and you go, oh, wow, that sounds fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Reassess. So I just make sure I build like my healthcare expenses might be high, but quality of life goes up with that. Now asking for a friend, AKA me, (laughs) as we've spoken about, but for the listeners, how do you go about finding a good therapist? Because as you know, I'm personally struggling right now with everyone, including yours, ones that have been recommended to me via this podcast and Instagram. They're like, oh my God, I heard your episode. You should try mine. She's great. Mm -hmm. Everyone is not accepting new clients right now. And I'm like, I really want some fucking therapy and no one is available. And I don't want to just settle for someone else and go Mm -hmm. through a bunch of first sessions and until I find the right person. And it's like from... I think recommendation and people who know me, it's like, oh, mine would be a good fit for you. Mm. For listeners of shenanigans who, uh, you know, hear my story every week, they're like, you should hit up my therapist. I think she would be a good fit for you. Mm. And then everyone's fucking full. So full. It's crazy. Even my therapist, I've had trouble with him. So a couple things. Um, so EMDR is the type of therapy I'm speaking we're, we're referencing, right. Which is challenging because there's not a lot of therapists. It's an, uh, it's, I forget what it stands for, but it's a form of eye rapid movement that helps relay and re, um, I don't know what the term is, but your, your brain lays down all these pathways Mm -hmm. after a trauma that just really goes, we're going to keep going this way. We're going to keep giving you a hypervigilant anxiety response when anything close to what you experienced happens. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you my example. When I started having driving anxiety post the last breakup, which we talked about on the last podcast, that was my fun new thing. (laughs) It was like having a panic attack on the freeway and God forbid, like, thank God I have enough like base level work that I can slow myself down, get myself off to the slow lane and off the freeway. Because let alone hurting myself, I would never, I, the guilt I would feel if I hurt oh someone yeah, I operating imagine. a vehicle, that was not what I would want to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to do something serious about this. So I was recommended to go to EMDR, a therapist who specialized in that. And this therapist, so the first step is they use the EMDR. They go, okay, we're going to go through this EMDR. What's coming up when you're visualizing yourself in the vehicle? And I actually, like, it happened really, really fast. First thing I thought was, oh, my brother's been in an accident. Oh, my mom's been in a car accident. And then I started seeing myself at three years old, alone, in my room, looking at my dolls. And I realized 
that's a lot of time I'm spending alone. And then I started flashing to my ex's son, who was also three years old. And it was like this rapid, rapid, rapid thought process where I think dating someone with a three-year-old who was obviously, me and my ex did not get along at the end. Him and the mother have some issues, understandably now that I know the ex a little bit better. And it was affecting the son. And I'm seeing this effect happen to the little boy it's triggering what I felt as a three-year-old when my mom was in a more vulnerable postpartum state, not her fault, but I didn't realize how much attachment development I lost in that vulnerable state. And somehow my body is, or my brain rather, is going, where can you lose control of the freeway? And it just, it's such a weird spiral to happen. Wow. And then, so the next step, which we've only done a little bit of, is to start doing the EMDR to reduce the brain's react to the activity that you're doing mm -hmm. or to the response system. And so that's how EMDR works. And you can do this a lot through different types of energy work too, but I found this very, very effective. So I have made many strides. I do drive on the freeway now. I just can't do overpasses and mm -hmm. I can't do super long drives because I am in still in a state of mild to moderate anxiety. And I just mm -hmm. don't like to be in that state for long because I could raise my blood pressure, et cetera. Yeah. So it's an amazing tool. With that said, there's very few providers. Limited, I know. So we are looking, but if anybody out there knows of any great EMDR therapists Please that are up and coming that don't have a marketing team, like we'll shout them out. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And this one therapist- I mean, she's a very public. She's on Instagram. She had like just under 100K. Mm -hmm. Her name is Dr. Cassidy Frietas. And I saw her. She was recommended from someone who listened to my podcast. Yeah. She has a podcast, or I think two that she does. And I was like, oh my God, I'm looking up. I'm on her website. I'm on her Instagram. Everything about her. I'm like, this is my girl. You're Dr. so excited. Cassidy, I'm so excited. <laughs> we are going to do so much amazing work together. So excited. I'm still hopeful. And this is me now putting it out in the universe on my podcast that she's going to become my therapist, or at least we're going to do a podcast swap and I'm going to get some good information from her. Because just right when I saw her page, I just felt like this is the fit. And now I'm going to compare everyone else to Dr. Cassidy <laughs> until I make it up to the top of her wait list because this is who I want to work with. But I want to work with someone. And if her wait list is full for a reason, it's because it's not meant to be and I'm supposed to go in the direction mm -hmm. for someone else. I want to be open to that. But I'm just saying, Dr. Cassidy. Just putting out there. I really was just blown away by everything I saw of what she does. And she does EMDR. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. I know it's so hard to find someone. I know. So, um, you know, fingers crossed her waitlist opens up and it works out. But I also submitted a request to be a guest on her podcast, filled out there the form. Is. They're like, what would you like to talk about? So I made like a whole list of topics. And <laughs> I really think that... Choking as a child is one trauma for me. And also mm -hmm. the miscarriage is another. And I think Huge. those things both that have happened to me affect the way I parent. Mm -hmm. And I want to figure out how to work through that. So yeah. I just, I was like, oh, she's a mom. Like, mm -hmm. this is my girl. So 
we'll see. And if not her, you know, someone else. Yeah. And this is the reason I was talking about mentoring. Like as mm -hmm. I'm only one person, there's only so many hours in my day. So all you EMDR therapists need to start doing it. Make them pay. I don't know, but their schedules will be filled. So if they learn this trade, like get it out there. Yeah, totally. Wait, so I know we're trying to get you with EMDR, but Mm -hmm. I know you saw Melly. Reiki. Uh, Yeah, you did some Reiki. Talk to me a little more about that. We did. So that was like my first step. And if, you know, because I don't want to just like start doing a bunch of first sessions with therapists and trying to find the right one. I'm like, this one, you know, I really like everything. I'm going to give it a couple weeks. Like I'm not in a desperate need to have therapy this week. I do want it as soon Mm -hmm. as possible, but I'm like, I'm going to, I don't know how long wait lists are. I'm going to give it a couple weeks. You know, I'm going to see. She said, let's stay in touch. She wasn't taking new guests at the moment, but I did get a response from her. So I'm like, let's just, you know, see if this could happen in the next Send few Send her weeks. the podcast. Yes. <laughs> but in the meantime, I decided, you know, I'm going to get a Reiki session in. I haven't done that since baby. Oh my God. I know. Last time we did it, I was pregnant. Because yeah, you've been in LA. So you haven't even yeah, really been so here. Yeah, so like I've just been back for the past month. We've been doing acupuncture. And then, yeah, I saw Melly yesterday. And it was amazing as always. So like, do you believe that, I know you believe in past lives, but mm. do you believe that the people you encounter in your past life come and find you like every life that you encounter them again? I don't think all of them do. Not all, but some. Yeah. I think that some come through for different reason. I've mm-hmm. heard, I don't really fully feel the twin flame thing, but I, other of my Same. friends do it. Maybe I just didn't have my twin flame in this Same. life. Or if they did, I didn't under, or I didn't pay attention when they were here. Mm-hmm. Um, now I feel more soulmate feeling like with Cody, but I don't feel like it's that chaotic twin flame feeling that I've Aww. heard. I yeah. don't know. But um, you think he's your soulmate? I do. I love. I also that. got a reading on it. Aww. <laughs> he's the best. I love that. Yeah, Cody's the best. I was told that my ex boyfriend Rob is my cosmic soulmate, and oh. I know he doesn't listen now, so it's not like a spoiler for him. But I'm going <laughs> to tell him about this reading I had. I remember telling his family at the time. And when I got this reading, it was right after we had broken up and the person told me that he was my cosmic soulmate. And I remember Mm -hmm. telling Brock this because he's like, do you think I'm your soulmate? Do you believe in soulmates? I was like, well, according to the psychic, Rob is one of my soulmates. (laughs) (laughs) It's like kind of a joke now with us. But it was a cosmic soulmate is not meant to necessarily be a long-term like partner. Mm -hmm. It's someone in your life to teach you a lesson. Exactly. And exactly. at the time when we broke up and I was brokenhearted, I didn't want to hear this at all. No, you don't. You're like, but shut up. She <laughs> said, she goes, he's in your life that you need to put yourself first. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, because I just got this offer to do the show in Vegas, which I never would have done without him and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But It was just crazy because I was like, and she goes, every life you guys find each other. And I'm like, in the next life, can he just not 
<laughs> like, please, can you just like not can find me again? Can we take a break again? in the next life? But now we're friends again. And I'm yeah. like, I can't wait to tell you this story because I never told him before because I fucking hated him at the time. Well, thanks for doing my podcast yeah. again. This is fun. It's always a good, I mean, I see you so many times a week. <laughs> like it's always such a good conversation with you, but I'm happy to bring it to shenanigans. So mm -hmm. the listeners get a little bit of Monica in case they're not San Diego locals. A little bit of Monica in your life. I'm just kidding. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are in the San Diego area, I highly recommend going to Reiki City Wellness or Switch Suites mm -hmm. because they're awesome. So <laughs> check her out and thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>